Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 15 of season one of Transformers Animated. It is Megatron Rising Part 1. This episode was written by Marsha Griffin, who's written some Transformers Animated, but some really good Transformers Prime, Darkness oh, yeah. Rising Part 3, and Prey, and Shadow Zone, and Scrap Heap. <laughs> and the last time on Transformers Animated, Prowl being sorry went camping in the woods, and that was pretty much it, a Monster of the Week episode, except for one discovery. And in this episode, it's snowing in Detroit. Yep, they have a snow day, and Dr. Sumdeck somehow managed to get that discovery from last time. It's Megatron's body. Back from the woods, it's all pretty messed up, but he's amazed it's in as good a shape as it is after all this time, and Megatron's like, that's because it uses genuine Saskatchewan seal skin bindings. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Cybertronia technology, and this planet, you know, is going to have to try a lot harder to mess that up. Yes, but before, oh yeah, so Sumdak is going to repair it, but before he can do that, the power goes out, and Megatron goes off. It, like, the backup generators kick in, but Megatron's like, put all the power from the generators, repair my body! Unplug lamps and TVs if you have to, nothing <laughs> more important than that. Yeah, but then he's like, I mean, uh, 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 I just, I just am eager to see my Autobot friends. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. But then Sari gets on the screen and she's down in the lobby, I guess, and she's tried to use her key to fix the generators, but she thinks she made things worse and the reception bot behind her just like shorts out and there's <laughs> smoke coming off it. So, Subdeck goes to deal with that problem and Megatron realizes for the, what, fifth time? Oh, that key could <laughs> I be have the... Umpteenth. Yeah, the key could be the... Oh, man, to all my problems. So we, then we go to Lugnut and Blitzwing because Megatron's going to try to connect to Lugnut again. Um, and they're, I don't know, they're being kids. They're just bickering and fighting. Well, they're out in the woods putting themselves back together, I guess. And Blitzwing, he's trying to install one of Lugnut's shoulders. And when he does, he immediately falls over because it's so heavy and they're fighting over it. And then Starscream shows up and tells him smarten up and reminds them, you know, I saved your stupid asses. You work for me now. Yes, he's very insistent. And I believe in but then Lugnut gets a message from Megatron, and this was kind of funny where Lugnut, you know, goes into his kind of trance of saying, oh, yes, Emperor, Lord Master, and falls on his knees, and Stark screams like, uh, well, yeah, Lord Emperor's pretty good, <laughs> and thinks he's talking to him. But they get into it that Lugnut uh, says, hey, no, I'm hearing from Megatron, and Starscream, convinced that he killed Megatron, assumes it's an imposter, it's an impersonator who's trying to trick Lugnut into thinking Megatron's alive. But, uh... Starscream scans him, and sure enough, he is in contact with someone, so he thinks, you know, yeah, someone's trying to turn poor gullible Lugnut against him, <laughs> so you and Blitzwing go off and, you know, fine, do what this guy tells you, go get that key, I'll find the source of this communication. Then back with the Autobots, Prowl and Optimus are talking about the increased Decepticon activity, and, you know, it's a possible invasion, and they're not really doing anything about it, but then uh, Sari and Bumblebee are flying RC planes, and of course, Ratchet ruins their fun. Yep, because he panics because they're all on edge and he destroys bumblebees and bumblebee reminds them that they're just five maintenance bots versus an army of decepticons but and then sorry's like hey what am i i forget what she says but i make six and then balkan's like hey i wonder if the dinobots could help <laughs> yeah optimus is like hey what are you guys talking about dinobots are dead right right <laughs> and uh apparently prowl said he was going to tell optimus and never did <laughs> bulk's like didn't you tell him hey he said he was going to tell you i thought you were going to tell him yeah go on tell him he'll understand and then it just cuts outside and he's <laughs> prime freaking out so bad that like the birds that get scared off the power lines <laughs> and optimus he says okay in the end he relents and says all right we'll go to see the dinobots but i'm coming with you and and then uh, he says as well, 
finally. Yes. He says, sorry, give me the key. But she refuses because, no, it's mine. The Allspark gave it to me. It chose me. So Prime has Ratchet Magnet Beam away from her. Which I did not like. Prime should have taken it. Yeah. He, instead, he said to somebody else, hey, you do the dirty thing. You take you take the prize possession away from the child. I don't want to. So Ratchet does it. Yeah, she runs away crying. And uh, B is really pissed off now. He and Optimus kind of have it out where optimus calls him out for not following orders lately which he hasn't been and b calls him out for being a, like a stuck-up academy bot pretty much yeah you were in command when all this shit hit the fan man so you're hardly the best leader and i'm gonna go find sorry yeah and then we go to sorry who's running down the road angry on the fucking autobots grumble 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 and she, robots yeah get yoinked into the air by black arachnia Commercial break. And when we come back, Bumblebee's driving around looking for Sari, and Optimus radios for him to get his ass back to the plant. They have bigger problems, but nope, he's not going to. Yeah, he basically tells him to get stuffed. So Ratchet at the base says to Optimus, hey, look, let it go. He's got to find her. It's what he's got to do. Uh, so Optimus says, okay, fine. You then take the key and go back to the ship to guard the Allspark because they're going to come for it. And the rest of us are going to uh, go find the Dinobots on... Dinobot, what is it? Lake Lake Erie Volcano Dinobot Dinobot Volcano. (laughs) Fuck it. There's a lot of adjectives in it, but it it is an island. But back with Sari, Black Arachnia tells her, all right, hand over that key because, you know, that worked so fucking well last time. But uh, Sari's like, you're too late. The Autobots didn't trust me. They took it from me. And Black Arachnia is like, well, we have something in common. We've both been betrayed by the Autobots. Yeah, she wants the key to, I guess, you know, return to Alita 1, I think. I guess she, I don't know what she wants anymore. And she, honestly, she's kind of just a plot device in these episodes. She doesn't really do a lot. But Not really. Yeah, she wants to the, the Elspark as much as everybody else does. And then we go to Blitzwing and Lugnut, who are chasing Ratchet. They just got the jump on him, and uh, they're they're blowing shit up. Mm-hmm. And the roads aren't plowed because my building's property manager is in charge of snow removal in Detroit, <laughs> apparently. But yeah, Lugnut flies in and does his like ground punch attack thing, and that sends Ratchet flying through a brick wall. Yes, and what happened here was so on the nose and it, it felt so forced that I was like okay this is deception but it's not because Ratchet holds the key up like out in front of him and goes you're never gonna get this yeah and he does the Charlton Heston bit not from my cold dead servos whatever yeah. offline servos and so Blitzwing gets an idea I guess he just freezes them and then snaps his arm off taking the cool. key with it yeah that was kind of cool so they fly back to Megatron and then Optimus Prowl and Bulk uh, meet the Dinobots who transform and, and pretty much just want to destroy. They want yep. to destroy everything. Grimlock declares them intruders and Prowl's like, let me talk to them. They know me, but Prime's like, nah, that's stupid. I'll just keep talking slowly and loudly. <laughs> oh God, yeah. We mean you no harm. Oh my God. But yeah, then Grimlock does some kind of Russian reversal here. It's like, Dino, or you not hurt Dinobots, Dinobots hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it goes bad. And on the way back, eventually Optimus is, oh, he gets a call from Ratchet saying, hey, they got the key. And Optimus is like, shit. And on the way back, as he decides the Dinobots aren't going to be a help, he starts having this existential crisis of like, what if B was right? Maybe I am a really shitty leader. Nothing I've planned today has gone well 
at all. Mm-hmm. It's all gone pear-shaped and back with Starscream. He finds the source of the signal at Sumdeck Tower and flies up and blasts the wall and transforms. And this is a really cool transformation. It kind of reminded me of Robotech, where he's in kind of like Veritech Guardian configuration for a second. But uh, sure enough, when the smoke clears, there's Megatron's head. I would have liked to see Starscream land in that mode and then transform because they'd stand up yeah no it's not identical to the way robotech did it but Mm. whatever um this is kind of a classic starscream megatron scene where it's you know it's they both know yeah except they don't they don't know that the other knows like megatron knows that starscream killed him but he doesn't know if starscream knows he knows and it's the same with starscream yep so starscream puts on the big act oh it's so wonderful you're alive we heard those pesky autobots managed to kill you (laughs) yeah uh and then b arrives at the building and he looks up and sees starscream talking to megatron or I guess he no, he doesn't see Megatron yet. He just sees Starscream standing. Yeah, he's at, talking to somebody. Yeah. yeah, standing at the edge of the hole, blown in the wall. And he calls Optimus, who's like, "Don't do anything. Stay put." And Bumblebee's like, "Fuck yeah. you." Commercial break. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he gets in the elevator. And when we come back, Starscream's going on about how vulnerable Megatron is, and oh, it would be so easy for someone to just waltz in here and destroy you. And then Bumblebee just kicks down the door, and screams into the room, blasting away at Starscream. But Starscream doesn't even flinch no he just stands there and takes it doesn't flinch at all and then looks at bumblebee aims his blaster and blasts him into a wall Mm -hmm. and he's really just annoyed that bumblebee interrupted his speech (laughs) i you know i've said this before about bumblebee and i noticed it this time with uh, starscream when he was yelling at bumblebee he has a big chin too there's a lot of big chins in this show (laughs) but that was all the distraction megatron needed it's time for starscream real bruce campbell energy (laughs) or brian mulroney but uh, (laughs) yeah but uh it's time for starscream to learn the price of betrayal and megatron acts one of the crane arms that's holding his body up and reaches over, grabs Starscream, and, who is holding Bumblebee, and throws them through the ceiling out onto the roof of the tower. Yeah, okay, so there were a couple things this episode that th- there were Chekhov guns, Chekhov's guns that were put out that never fired. The mm. Dinobots was one, spoiler for next episode. I'm sure they come in later in the series, but I don't understand why they were a setup in this half. Yeah. And then the, what what's going to happen here... Where Megatron, I don't know why you just tossed Starscream away, but you did. Starscream and B are up on the building, and they both fight, um, and B is hanging off the edge of the building. But while that's happening, Sumdak walks in and is like, oh, time to get to work on Megatron's body. Like, nothing's <laughs> happening. Yeah, because Megatron's like, we're under attack, man. I need that body now. Yeah. So they start working on it. And back on the roof, Starscream walks over to finish Bumblebee off. But then Megatron activates the tip of the spark plug thing on the top of the tower and zap starscream with it yeah and i don't get that there's there's starscream's whole thing in the next episode where he's like do i kill or which side am i on like none of this is get gonna get a payoff because yeah megatron blasts starscream and then uh, blitzwing i always want to say blitzwing and lignut but blitzwing (laughs) and lugnut arrive and lugnut goes into his zealot shtick 
right away. Bowing and scraping bit. And he's like, oh, master this, master that. Hey, what happened to your body? (laughs) Megatron's like, ah, it's a long story. And uh, Lugnut's like, oh, don't worry. We'll soon crush the Autobots into oblivion. And Dr. Sumnick's like, hey, what? what, what, what?" I like that they they just rip the Band-Aid off quickly where Megatron's like, you know what? Fuck it. It pained (laughs) me to go along with this thing and to act like such a schmuck. I hate the Autobots. I'm the leader of the Decepticons. We're going to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. And they put Sumdak into the chair he made out of Megatron's hand. And he's like, oh, you're going to watch this happen, right? And the Blitzwing uses Sari's key on uh, Megatron's head. And this is pretty cool the megatron's body or the it's almost a skeleton of a body yeah but it extends wires and starts through sheer all sparky energy i guess starts pulling paneling and wiring and electronics out of the building and rebuilding megatron's body with it yeah and when the smoke clears megatron is rebuilt oh there was one other thing though because some decks in the hand like you said the chair when the wires connect to that hand and pull it in, the hand closes and goes right into the floor. And I oh, thought, oh yeah, I was like, holy shit, Sumdak's going to be part of Megatron. This is going to be kind of like a Silas breakdown thing, except oh, maybe yeah. non-consensual could have been cool. Anyway, uh, the Autobots downstairs, down on the ground, um, show up just in time to see the whole building glow red. Mm-hmm. They realize Bumblebee is up there with Starscream, but it starts glowing, and then Megatron flies through the roof, and Optimus is terrified. To be continued! Ah! Lugnut insists the mystery caller is Megatron, and when Starscream finds him, he can protect their glorious leader. Protect him from what? The Autobots? The same Autobots that couldn't put a dent in them until they were lured to the bottom of the lake where the main cannon of the ship blasted them, and it still didn't kill them? This is Megatron, who up until the end of this one, Lugnut believes is alive and well. What could the Autobots possibly do to him? Which brings up a good point. Starscream doesn't know that Megatron knows that Starscream tried to kill him. And up until he finds Megatron, Starscream genuinely believes he succeeded. But to keep up appearances, he tells Megatron that the Decepticons thought the Autobots destroyed him. And that's where there should have been a few seconds of silence with them just looking at each other before they both burst out laughing. Nope, <laughs> couldn't do it with a straight face. Man, those Autobots are wimps. Took on all five of them a while back and they couldn't do a damn thing to me. Wait, let me pull up a chair. We'll catch up. Oh, hey, it's your hand. Wait, isn't this the hand from the arm I stuck the bomb to? Uh, bet you didn't think you'd see that again, did you? So what really happened after the space bridge exploded? Oh, the laws of physics actually apply. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. This might be one of our shortest episodes ever. It was a very yeah, quick a episode. Quick one. It, it, this honestly, Paul, this two-parter, at least to me, felt like it could have been a a fairly packed one episode, but they've yeah. stretched a lot of stuff out. Oh yeah. What's the next episode we're doing? Megatron Rise. Oh yeah. Duh. <laughs> Megatron Rising Part Two. Real quick one, aren't I? Uh, if you want to, uh, I don't know, get a rise out of us, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at PMECPerson1. Yeah, and make sure you remember to rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. Don't forget to do that. And tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you then. Well, we have something in common.